Hello, I'm Sadie, and I'm 11, and God is better than anything else because he saves us from our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. I'm Alicia Yoder, and it's great to be with you on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. If you've listened to the previous episodes, I hope you've been able to see how God has taken such good care of the Israelites and how we can see his care even better through Jesus. Not only did God rescue the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, But he stayed with them while they journeyed through the desert, saving them from their enemies, sending bread each morning for them to gather and eat, and making water gush out of a rock for them to drink. Today, we're going to talk about some other ways God showed his love and care for the Israelites as his people and what he invites us to. So let's get started in Exodus chapter 18, after God had defeated the Amalekites as Moses lifted up his staff. Moses' father-in-law Jethro had heard of all the wonderful things God had done for Moses and the people of Israel and how God had brought them out of Egypt. He traveled to the mountain of God where Moses and the people had camped and brought Moses' wife and two sons who had been staying with him. Moses went out to meet Jethro and hugged and kissed him and invited him into his tent. Moses told Jethro more about all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians and how the Lord had delivered the Israelites out of every hardship. Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord! He's delivered you and the people from Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods because the Egyptians thought they were better than the Israelites. Then Jethro made offerings and sacrifices to God with Aaron and the elders of Israel. The next day, from morning until evening, the people stood around Moses, asking him to make judgments and decisions. Moses' father-in-law said to him, Why are you judging the people by yourself? Moses said, It's because the people want me to ask God's help in deciding between arguments and knowing God's laws. Jethro said, This isn't a good idea. You and the people are going to wear yourselves out. You can't do it alone. Here's my advice. You should still bring people's people's cases before God and let them know the way to live, but also look for men who fear God and want to do what is right and make them judges over groups of the people. They can make the small decisions and you can make the big decisions they bring to you. They can carry the burden with you so you can keep going in God's direction. So Moses took Jethro's advice and chose men to be judges over the people. Then Jethro went back home to his own country. 
When the people were camped before the mountain of God, Moses went up to talk with God. God called to him, saying, Tell the people, you have seen how I rescued you from the Egyptians, just as if I'd put you on a soaring eagle to fly you to myself. If you obey what I say and keep your covenant promise to me, you will be my treasure. I own all the earth, but you will be like holy priests in my kingdom. So Moses told God's words to the elders, and all the people said, We will do it, everything God wants us to do. When Moses told God what they said, God said, I'm going to come down in a thick cloud on the mountain so the people will hear me speak with you and believe what you tell them. So go to the people and tell them to get ready and wash their clothes because I am coming in three days. Tell them not to touch the edge of the mountain or they will have to be stoned. Don't even let an animal go near it. When they hear the trumpet blast, they need to come to the mountain. So Moses told the people everything God said, and they got ready. On the third day, a thick cloud came down on the mountain with thunder and lightning and a loud trumpet blast. The cloud had fire and smoke, and the smoke rose to the sky. The whole mountain shook, which made the people shake with fear. The trumpet grew louder and louder, and God called Moses to the top of the mountain. Don't let the people come any closer. Only bring Aaron with you. If any of the priests or people try to come near, they will die. Then God spoke to the people from the mountain, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of slavery in Egypt. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, or bow down to them or serve them. I am jealous and love to show love to those who keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. On the seventh day, everyone must rest, your sons and daughters, workers, livestock, and travelers. I blessed the seventh day and made it holy and rested after making heaven and earth. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land I am giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not covet anything that belongs to someone else. When the people saw God's thunder and lightning, heard the trumpet, and saw the mountain smoking, they stayed far away and said to Moses, You tell us what to do and we will listen, but don't let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said, Don't be afraid, for God wants you to fear him only and not sin. Then he went to the dark mountain where God was. God said to Moses, Tell the people that they have heard me speak from heaven and that I don't want them to make gods of silver or gold to worship with me. Instead, I want you to make an altar to sacrifice sheep and oxen to me, and I will bless you as you keep remembering me. 
So why did God give them these rules? Is it nice to make people follow rules? Rules like following God as the only true God, not worshiping pretend gods, treating God's name with fear and reverence, spending time resting and worshiping God, loving and honoring our mom and dad, not hurting or hating our neighbor, living purely and faithfully, whether married or single, not taking things that belong to someone else, not lying or deceiving, and being content, not envying anyone. God had appeared to them on the mountain with all that thunder, smoke, and noise from a trumpet. So was he trying to make them so scared of disobeying that it would make them obey? No way! God, in his perfect holiness, wants to be close to us. He wanted the people to know what he was like and lead them to a special land he was preparing for them. He wanted the people to know how to live and how to be close to him. The rules showed them how life worked best so that they could be happy with God. The people had promised to obey God, but do you think they could keep their promise? even if they tried really, really hard? Have you ever decided that you were going to try as hard as you could to obey? What happened? Growing up, even when I wanted to obey my parents, I still sinned. Sometimes when they asked me to do something, I did it, but was angry at them. When I was about nine years old, I wanted a dog more than anything else. And when my parents said no, I was mad for a long time. I wanted people to think I was perfect, but I knew that I wasn't. God wants us to share in his holiness, obeying him and living in his ways. But he never meant for us to try to do it on our own. He wanted the Israelites to offer animal sacrifices to show that they could never pay for their own sins. They had to look ahead to the way God was going to save them. But we have it so much better. We know the perfect sacrifice that all the other sacrifices pointed to. Jesus, who allowed himself to be put to death on a cross so that we could be made perfect. He lived a life in perfect obedience and died and was raised to life all because he was so excited for us to join him. He invites us to be excited about the things he's excited about, his salvation and knowing his holy ways through obedience. The writer of Hebrews says that even though sin wants to cling so closely to us, Jesus invites us to lay it aside and run to him, remembering that he is the one who saves us and is preparing a place for us to live with all the other people who have been made perfect through Jesus and Jesus himself, who can't wait to live with us forever in his kingdom. God is still called a consuming fire, but because of Jesus who took our punishment, we can fall before him in worship, telling him how thankful we are for what he's done and how amazed we are by his power and love. Even now, he wants to rescue us from the sins that we keep doing over and over, 
not honoring our parents, hurting others with our words, being jealous of other kids and the toys they have or fun things they get to do. God wanted the people of Israel to be his treasure and be like priests, pointing everyone around them to God's ways and sacrifice for them. And that's what he wants for us. He wants us to be like little priests, telling people about Jesus' sacrifice for their sins and the way he's inviting them to live out of thankfulness to him. But we don't have to do it alone. When Moses tried to keep doing it all, God sent Moses' father-in-law to give him good advice to invite others to lead the people so that they could lead the people well in the way God had for them to go. Jethro saw how God had rescued Moses and the people and praised God for it. We have it even better because not only do you have a church of people who love Jesus, but all the believers from all around the world are part of one big church filled with the Spirit of God. God's power is at work through them and through you if you're joined to Jesus in faith. If you have parents who follow Jesus or older friends at church, God can use them to help you know God's ways. And when you read the Bible, the Spirit can remind you of the truth you read as you seek to live in His love. So when we feel like we can't do everything we think God wants us to do, we can remember that God is powerful enough to bring His kingdom to earth. He wants to show His power and love through us, not because we're good enough, but because Jesus was perfect for us. Will you run with all the other believers looking to Jesus as he shows you how life works best? Will you ask his spirit to help you? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that we cannot be shaken out of your kingdom. Would you let us keep running in your ways, in your spirit's power and strength? We love you. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks for being with me, with me today. Why not tell your brother or sister why following Jesus is exciting and worth it? And if your parents hop on iTunes to leave a rating and review on the show, then more kids can listen with you. See you next time. Mm-hmm.